Guys, it's two dumb hunks. Welcome back uh, to the chat. To the chat. Um, congratulations to us. We're actually sponsored by absolutely no one, so we're riding free, and uh, we'll right. say whatever we want. I hey. my heart for a minute dropped. I was like, "Is this breaking news?" Uh, yeah. And then it, it is. Was, in fact, it's heartbreaking news at that. Yeah, um, it, it please is. Please sponsor us, like somebody. No, like we don't, listen, I don't want any sponsors. Indeed. Uh, what's the other one I hear on all the podcasts? Uh, uh, better help. Better help. That's probably yeah. a really good one to sponsor us because we could yeah. use it. <laughs> yeah, we could realistic. We could really fucking use it, please. Yeah. Uh, better help if you could just reach out and you know. Listen, like this is this is an actual call for help, please. <laughs> um, AG One Athletic Greens, that'd be fine. Yeah. Anybody? Jocko uh, Willing. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Elon Musk. Like, listen, we'll take a Cybertruck. We'll test it out and we will provide feedback and a review live on the podcast. That's all you have to do is get it to us. I'm in. Uh, Sean from last week. You know, I got to say, I listened to our podcast after it went went live. It went viral, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. After, <laughs> yeah, after it went <laughs> viral. Dude, uh, your storage war story i'm in tr i'm like this you need to do this i'm not even joking do this okay so i will continue to put myself in the poor house for your and our multiple listener viewership entertainment i appreciate that all 17 to 20 people that listen to us on a weekly basis would appreciate that yeah um so i uh in a random turn of events uh my wife actually called the get this so the lady who runs the storage place mm -hmm. that we got the unit at, yeah. she's got to be in her late eighties. Okay, and so you could, she, so you could take her if uh, yeah, easy, easy. Yeah. Um, but so she also it's one of those deals where she like works in the office, but her house is like right on the other side. She yeah, lives yeah. in the little shanty shack. Um, but so this old lady, my wife calls her and says, "Hey, uh, so." Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get the rest of the stuff out of that unit. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, it, and in my mind, I was thinking, man, here is poor Gertrude walking out and seeing a piano and a load of shit in this storage unit and breaking her hip, trying to move the piano on her own because mm -hmm. my wife and we could not get rid. I, I'm telling you, man, we tried to get rid of it. Uh, there was just so much. Yeah. Um, in other news, we've began going through now, and we have uh, actually started selling some of the stuff. Hey, I got to tell you, when after I didn't realize it when we were talking, but when I was listening to the podcast, I'm like, you were listing some of the things, like books from the 40s. Yeah. Some of that shit could be worth some real money. Yeah. And so there is some of it. Yeah. So, oh, you know what's really crazy is there was these. Wait a second. Wait a second. Go back, finish up your story about talking to Gertrude. Okay. Yeah. So my wife talked to her, I guess, and said, uh, said that we weren't going to get this stuff and that she told her, you know, the truth that this was the first time she'd really gotten a unit and she substantially overestimated how much work it was. Again, I just want to put this plug in here because I know she sometimes listens to this podcast. Mm -hmm. I said not to do it. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so knew, knew it was this big. And so the lady, actually Gertrude 
laughed and kind of said, like, you're not the first. Yeah. So apparently this is a thing that well, yeah. happens. Is people course. buy these things, pick through them, and then just say, like, hey, leave it. You know what the craziest thing to me is? What? The only thing that it cost my wife is her $100 cleaning deposit. Like, that was it. That's way cheaper than dump runs and I moving a fucking piano. That. I'm serious. I'm dead serious, man. That's it. Yeah, a hundred dollar cleaning deposit. So wait, I so thought, did she? So did she? She paid. What you? I think you said one hundred fifty dollars for the storage unit. Yeah, she paid one hundred fifty dollars for the unit, and then a hundred dollar cleaning deposit. A hundred dollar cleaning deposit. That's Holy it. That was the total cost shit. of the unit. So, I was, you know, please don't let this be a lesson to where you guys think you can get away with stuff in the future. I am yeah. so, I mean, great news for you guys, but my mom just got done telling me that she had to call the 1-800 junk guys for her dad's house because okay. she was in California helping him out for the week. Uh, it was the last week. Yeah. And um, she said just, even though everything was disassembled just to come get, uh, I mean, there was quite a bit of shit in the backyard, but just to get all the shit out of the backyard was $1,800. And I, for, my first thought was, oh, Sean's so fucked. Yeah, I'm not even kidding you. And you know what I wondered, man? I wonder if they just relist it. Yeah, I think someone like said this that is to a me. known thing. You know that it's like, oh yeah, it's like a game of just constantly relisting it, getting as much money as they can, and slowly getting rid of it until they're left with nothing. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if they can resell it because I mean, technically, it is abandoned again. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess potentially it's uh, it's resellable. It's just like it seems kind of fucked up. Do they have to list that this was a, a, a probably not reclamation of previous abandoned material? I bet they probably don't. I'm, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know. And this is the thing, man, is I'm trying not to think about it rationally okay. because in the grand scheme of things, it was an amazing idea. It was a steal of a lifetime. I'm I'm not even bullshitting you. There's two levels in there. There was two levels. They're this brand called State. Look at look them up. They're called Stabia, like state S T A B I L A level. You're talking about like levels for contractors and stuff. Yeah, Engineers. there was there was three of these levels in the unit. Yeah, my my wife listed them on Facebook Marketplace. Judging brand new, these levels are about 130 to 150 dollars. Yeah. My wife listed them on Facebook Marketplace at fifty dollars. Within one, like one night of her listing it, seems it too and waking cheap. up, yeah, yeah, of her listing it and waking up the next morning, seventy three views and messages up the ass of "Please, I want this now." So, my wife um, put these up there. They sold, and they're gonna get reposted. Yeah, why did you but, listen for so cheap? She did. She did. But the thing about it is, like, um, that's a hundred bucks. She just made back her cleaning deposit on two levels. Man. And that's two fucking I mean, I'm looking in my garage and there's just a pile in here. There's a storage unit still full there that she rented that's filled with like the boxes of stuff that looked like it had cool stuff in it that we just moved. So there's still a whole storage unit we haven't even gone through yet that is has more stuff in it, and she's already made her claim deposit. And I'm telling you, there's two ladders. There's 
two 20-foot ladders. They're huge. They're fiberglass. And looking at them online, each of them are going for 100, 120 all day on Facebook Marketplace. And the Coupe de Gras was this chainsaw, this like hydrolesque chainsaw. It's like in an orange case. It's this fancy-ass gas chainsaw mm-hmm. all day. Broken I'm on eBay. Well, broken on eBay all day, three and 400 bucks. Holy shit. I'm not even look at look up the name of this chainsaw brand. It's like H E H A E Vat. Let me spat it. So it sounds like what you're telling me is that you bought a storage unit with the responsibility that you're supposed to clean it out, took all the valuables, and then ditched it and now are bragging about it. I just want I mean, to sum not, that up. Is that I mean I'm not I mean I'm not bragging about it, but we pretty much fucking just robbed the Met Gala. Okay, so what uh, Hydralusk, what is this called? It's a, so it's a H-U-S-Q-V-A-R. Oh, Husqvarna. What the hell are you talking about? Husqvarna. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. It's a very well-known brand, dude. Yeah. Yeah, there's one of those in there. Uh, How big is the bar on that? Do you know? Uh, let me see what the, there, I looked up the exact anyway, one. Brand new, uh, depending on which one at 36 inch is $1,223. Yeah. In case. Okay, so if you want the Lowe's rancher, it's four forty nine. Um, <coughs> uh, let me see which one. Oh, no fucking way. Husqvarna auto mower, 115. Yeah. So the one that, the unit that we have, I'm looking at it. It's the Husqvarna Varna. It's a big, huge, giant number. Let me Google what this actually, the blade size is on this one. It is. All right. Not that important. Yep. Um, anyway, you can't give me the model real quick. Yeah. It's a Husk, Huska Varna. God bless it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at the photo to pull up the part number. Here it is. Let me give you, so this is, so just so you can see, this is the one I'm going to put in the Zencaster chat here. Can't just tell me. All right. I don't I don't know what it says. I don't know how to explain this to you. That's the one the exact one that we have. But that's just the case for it. I don't know what the model of it is. The one that chainsaw that's sitting in that case, that's what we got. Oh, okay. Yeah, Including so, three seventy two and five seventy five. Okay. Yes, so long so long story short, the case itself, this case itself is seventy dollars. So the chainsaw in and of itself. So long story short, she's going to make her money back. Uh, but, however, I have firmly, firmly put it in. This is the last time that this right. means. Was she going to pay her help or were you just dead meat? Well, I mean, I'm I'm just here. I'm just the pretty face of the company, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, that's yeah, a- so I'll keep you updated. Uh, we're returning to the storage unit this upcoming Sunday uh, to start looking at some of those other boxes so uh stay updated for treasures of plenty okay the pillaging continues so bad um another news i feel like a fucking pirate kind of yeah you should you should feel like a fucking criminal really yeah um and other news jung yu jung 23 year old true crime fan Okay. Went ahead and, uh, you know, she's been watching a little true crime. 
she was uh, curious about uh, what it felt like to murder someone. So she just went ahead and did that. No oh, big deal. Okay. Well, All right. that afternoon, went ahead and uh, stabbed a 26-year-old over 100 times in the victim's home. 100 times? Yeah. I mean, hey, a uh, Korean true crime fan who murdered a stranger out of curiosity is sentenced to life in prison. You, you have to wonder, like, how long does it take to stab someone a hundred times? Like, um, that seems a little bit of overkill. Just like it doesn't a say bit. that this girl knew the person she stabbed. But they, you know, they say normally. Oh, it murdered sounds a like stranger. She was really, Sounds like she was really, really mad about something. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's what I'm asking. But no, she murdered a stranger. So she's just crazy. Yeah, but like a, a hundred times? That's why she's crazy. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, I've heard there's a lot of, I guess what I don't understand is, remember when we were kids and there was this big thing about how video games were leading to violence. I guess my question is, why do we not hear about this more often? Since true crime is so big right now, you would think a story like what you're talking about would just not be that out of the norm, right? Mm, I do have to tell you, though, I've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube watching police interviews with children murderers. Like... I watched I watched this one the other day. It was two hours of this. What, believe me, this is how much of a, I, a life I do not have. I spent two hours watching this police interview of this kid. Like, he murdered his mom and he buried her. How old was he? He was 16. Okay. He murdered his mom and he buried her. And, and then he, he pretty much <clears throat> buried her under a fire pit, the family's fire pit. He almost got away with it. Like, the scene, the way that it looked, like, he did a, a hell of a job um, murdering his mom and burying her. Yeah. But you, get, the, you can go give him a pat on the back. No, no. But what I'm saying is in this interview at first, it very much, it's like this kid, like he's like a kid type of personality. And then finally this cop is just like, you know, you know how police interview goes. Finally, the police has had enough of the bullshit and they're just like, listen, kid, we already talked to your friends. We already, the fucking jig is up. Like, we know what you did. And I bullshit you not. This kid, it was like a wall dropped. And all of a sudden, this kid just smiles. And he's like, okay, yeah, I killed the bitch. And he just starts launching into this like, yeah, I killed her. She pissed me off. So I went in the room and I choked her out. And she fought me and scratched my arms. But I didn't care. I choked her out. And then I drugged the bitch to the car. Like, this is how this kid is talking at 16 after just murdering his mom. And it made me realize like there are a lot of fucked up people in this world man and it starts at a young age like how does a 16 year old get to that point yeah i have no idea that's crazy yeah i I always i always wonder when you see stuff like that if it's like parental related you know yeah I like, do I have mean, to say, what is that kid being allowed to do day in and day out, where his mind starts to change at a point where it's like, yeah, that's good, this is okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it ultimately, uh, like that's, and you know what the craziest <laughs> part to me is, and maybe this is just me as a parent, 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just the generation, but I started to realize like, what if my kid gets so mad at me that he kills me? Oh yeah. I've thought about this too. I'm like, mm, man, like hopefully. I have firearms, you know, in my home. You do. And I'm like, what if like, like it could happen, you know, like I'm watching these videos and I'm like, one day I could just tell my kid no. And he could just fucking flip and shoot. And you know, in some of these, in some of the interviews I've seen, you do see these like dumb kids who are like, well, I, I mean, I didn't really think it would kill him. I thought if I only shot him one time, it would just hurt him. You know, there are kids who have that mentality, but it's like, that's how you kill your parents. You, you know, know what like, I blame for this? I blame video games. Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 5, to be exact. Actually, speaking of which, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, I don't know if you heard about that, but they made the announcement. A trailer is coming in December, Yeah, um, and it's set to be the biggest video game release of all time. It says says the company. <laughs> They're like, we will be the biggest. No, video it's release. all these. It's all the articles. I guess that Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, when's last time they? When's last time they released one? I mean, well, been- they keep fucking re-releasing the same one on all the next. Co- they like Grand Theft Auto Five came out on I think PS3. Holy and then shit. they re-released it on PS4. Let's see. Let look to the fucking Google cave on this one. Okay. Uh, GTA Five release. So Grand Theft Auto Five came out in. 2013. Holy shit. 10 years ago? And let's see. GTA release date for PS5. It released on PlayStation 5 on March 15th of 2022. So they re-released the game on PlayStation 5 10 years after it came out. And it's still a giant game. That's nuts, man. Yeah. But also, I don't know if you've seen some of these videos online of, like, the people. I think we talked about this once upon a time. I was into it for a little bit. The, like, Grand Theft Auto online roleplay. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I watch people. I've watched uh, probably a cumulative total of 20 minutes or so of people, like, pretending like they were real police officers. Yeah, and yeah. Trying yeah. to follow the law and shit. Yeah, it is fucking utter chaotic. And I got sucked into it for a little bit. But then when I stopped doing it, I realized, wow, that was that was fucking weird. And you're like, oh, okay, um, now watch uh, two hour interviews yeah, of kids that yeah. uh, murder their, their parents. Um, so you watch that much, but you can't return text messages. Damn, the never ending quest. I'll tell <laughs> you. Uh, oh, um, did I tell you I got a new phone? I think I yeah, did. You did told we us, talk about you that told last, week? last week? Yeah, Pixel okay. 8, Google Pixel yeah, 8. I'm got. loving it. I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm enjoying the switch from Apple. You sound you sound like a guy uh, that just went on a brand new diet. That's what you sound it, like. Oh, it's okay. great. You got to try it. You got to try it. You, you, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It's life-changing. Trust me. No, you dick. What I'm saying is it's really nice to work on something in like Google Sheets on my computer, pick it right up on my phone and not have to worry. And I'll tell you what, I, I believe me, I, I'm sure you probably feel the exact opposite way since you do use Mac computers. So all your shit works together. Uh-huh. I don't use Mac computers. So to me, it was just all the only Apple thing I had was an iPhone. Okay. Um, so it was a real pain in the ass. So That's yes, right. it's much uh, better. I don't so particularly. <laughs> By the way, I want a new diet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm diet actually, are you on? Uh, I'm on the. Um, no sex diet. We're all we have all been there. Hey, yeah. Christmas Hey-o. is coming up. It's the greatest thing in the world. You guys got to try it. It's best. Christmas is coming up. Let's all rejoice. The yeah. one time a year. 
Um, no, I actually, yeah, I haven't started it yet. I'm going to start it next week, but I read this book. Well, I didn't read the whole book. It's 600 pages, but, uh, the so you chat GPT it. Yeah. The book is broken down into basically segments. If you want to lose weight, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to do this, cause they're all kind of different. I mean, you're pretty small, really bro. Need, I don't really need to gain muscle. As you're you can pretty, see. you can't see I'm flexing, man. That muscle's big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's called the Four Hour Body. I'm gonna try this thing called the Slow Carb Diet, which is basically meat, vegetables, and beans. Mm. Okay. I've I've thought of dieting, but every time I've thought of dieting, I've just immediately had the thought, "Yeah, I'm not gonna do that." So. Yeah. And then also once a week, it lets me have a complete free for all. Although I did, if I want. Although I did read online a very striking article about Tom Brady, Uh and apparently he has this TB12. He runs a channel where I guess he shows off like his diet and what he eats. There's apparently like if you Google it, there's this very well known Tom Brady 12 shake. Okay, I guess it's like well-known for being one of those like morning shakes that gives you a whole bunch of the nutrients and stuff and like fills you up for halfway through the day. Morning wood. Yeah. Oh, I have plenty of that. Uh, (laughs) Pine, timber, whatever I need. Particle board. Yeah. Very good. Um, Come see me in the morning. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm not going to say it's great because I can already feel that I'm going to hate life when I'm on it, but that's fine. Hey, I really like, I just want to call out, uh, I know our viewers can't see, but I would like to say I really dig your sweater uh, with just the state of Nevada right over where you put your heart during the Pledge of Allegiance. I Pledge Allegiance. Uh, This is actually a uh, branded Bills like athletic sweater. Oh, it's nice. I'm sure you've seen branded Bills advertised online. I sure haven't, but I've heard of Bomba socks. Every pair you bear, you buy, they give one to a homeless man. Okay, well, I won't support them then. Every uh, pair of socks you buy, they give one sock to a homeless man. So, <clears throat> Roger that. Hey, did you hear about uh, Machine Gun Kelly trying to change his name to just Machine? That's the dumbest fucking thing I've heard. But yeah, I, if there he, was he anybody who was going to do it, it's that guy. What's that? If there was anybody who was going to fucking do it, it'd be that guy. Yeah. Um, so Is he, he still with Megan Fox? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Look it up while I talk. Um, <laughs> um, so he is in fact, apparently his supporters tell him they don't like the name gun and his name. Oh my like, fucking God. What a, I mean, he, that's, that's pretty sad. Okay. I changed my name uh, cause I'm a rapper and I try to act hard, but I'm gonna take the name gun out because I don't know. One of Megan Fox's fans said, said to do that. According to Stylecaster, this just in. Uh, Megan Fox, after a tumultuous start in 2023, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly's relationship is returning to stable, quote, at least their version of stable. Uh, (laughs) And then an insider told Us Weekly, quote, they've had so much success in therapy. As they've started to trust each other once again, they're now talking about getting married. So why why are they having why were they having trust issues? I, I don't know. Fuck, I have no clue. Uh, I didn't follow the family. So, oh, look, I'm going you through mean, the thing. You mean Here you're not go. obsessed with Machine Gun Kelly? Or? Fox sparks rumors that MGK cheated on her. Oh. Fox no. uploaded a photo of herself vi- with a video of an envelope burning. She wrote, you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. 
Uh, well, it, there we go. It wasn't long before the tabloids were saturated with infidelity rumors unfairly dragging MGK through drama. This so I wonder, written did it by really MGK happen though? Stan. I don't How would they be know. stable and working through trust issues if it didn't happen? I don't know. They, it says then they left fucking therapy together looking emotional. I don't know. They're trying to speak through it and work things out. They're still upset. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm just fucking reading That's through these so things funny. here. Uh, um, it's fine. You're good. You're good. They have a very intense relationship and they're both very passionate people. I think we both kind of fucking inferred that from the fact that aren't they the ones who like she he ate her blood or something? Oh, I think you're blood. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood eaters. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Also known as vampires. Yeah. Like that. That could have been the first sign that they've got some issues. But yeah, when I people mean, are that passionate, quote unquote, yeah. it's, it's yeah. usually called emotional instability. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, it's mostly called you need a fucking 5150. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wonder what happened there. I wonder if there was some cheating going on, which if that was the case, what would you really be like? Well, maybe we could. I'm Megan Fox. Uh, I better stick with Machine Gun Kelly, which brings me to my next uh, next little article. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> uh, so research says over fifty percent of women have a backup partner in mind. I, I this I all I can say is does not fucking surprise me. Really? If there is, I guarantee you. That every woman has a parachute. Like they are constantly searching for that parachute, always making sure they got one so they could rip that cord at any time. Oh, that you're very cynical, really. You don't think like, I mean, honestly, I feel like there's, it's gotta be. So I heard this study somewhere. Let me, I'm going to Google it just so I can find it. But a person decides within blank seconds if they will hit it. <laughs> I'm ser- I'm serious. I read this article one time. So it says, uh, this is an article in here uh, that says, and of course this is from whatever, uh, Vogue. It says, it takes 10 seconds uh, within 10 seconds of a person to know if they are interested in any instance of infant of sexual interactions with an individual. So within 10 seconds. So I honestly think, and I know I, did we have this discussion before or did we talk about this? I had this discussion with somebody and they're like, no fucking way. No way. I feel like the very first thing you do when you look at somebody inherently is judge their physical appearance. And make a determination on whether or not you find that person physically pleasing or physically displeasing. And that drives everything from that forward. You don't think so? So when you look at somebody, your first thought is like, she's got <laughs> a fucking... You haven't even said anything. <laughs> You're uh, very passionate about this. You should be put on 5150. I'm just saying, like, I think it's... I, I That does not surprise me. I honestly think, like... I mean, I think it's very obvious, like, yeah, I think basically when you meet someone for the first time or see someone, it's, you're going to notice if they're physically appealing. Yeah. But that, like, that sets off a chain, the way this article reads is that sets off kind of a chain reaction of subliminal thoughts. 
uh-huh. where it's you make this determination on how you're going to interact with them based on their appearance. So like if somebody is really ugly, you'll often approach this. I'm reading this from this article right here. It says you'll often approach uh, situations in a mer- more conservative standpoint in somebody you find physically displeasing. So, mm, okay. I, I mean, I think that's, so I think we're inherently doing it. So I think that 50%, I, I would wonder how much of that is referring to just like an inherent, yeah, I have somebody in mind that if shit doesn't work out, I would maybe consider, you know? Okay. I mean, I think, okay, so let me get uh, some of this out because maybe, <clears throat> um, so someone in mind, I see. Okay. A study published in the Daily Mail that surveyed a thousand women revealed that 50% admitted to having a fallback partner, such as a gym buddy or ex-boyfriend. Surprisingly, one in 10 women <clears throat> disclosed that their plan B had already professed to love. Oh, okay. So that's only Previously. 10%. So if you take, uh, <clears throat> 50% of women admitted to have a fallback partner. So basically it boils down to 5% of women have someone that they would be interested in and they have already given them the signal that, yeah, we, we could bone down if you want to. I, that believe, I believe that. That's not hard. That's not a hard thing for me to put. I think it's, no. I think, and honestly, <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Again, I've had a weird past couple oh, Let me weeks. follow up with that. 40%, it doesn't say 40% of the total or 40% of these, 50%, but 40% formed these connections while committed, claiming feelings for the backup were as strong as for their current partner. Holy fuck. Okay. All right, so, so basically your wife's ready to bone down on someone and you don't even know. I think, um, I don't know where I heard this from, but I have had a weird couple of uh, past weeks. I, I First off, I watched the Matt Rife comedy special. Okay. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I mean, okay. I know who he is. He's kind of, I'm sure he's funny. I just have never listened to him because every time I see him, he kind of holds the mic like a cool dude. He and does. it's like a complete turnoff for me. I'm like, all right, homie. He's like one of those kids that walk around where they're wearing a hat, but the hat's not even on their fucking head. It's practically floating above their head. I'm like, all right, everyone settle down. The cool vibe in this room is way too fucking high for me. I better leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking way too cool in here for me. I know that, and I'm going to extract myself yeah, before I bring down your cool right. I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. out. Um, uh, no, but so uh, uh, first off, his comedy special like made some big, huge news splash because the very first thing he leads into is with joking about domestic abuse. So nice. it created this shitstorm. But the point that I'm trying to make to, to bring this all back uh, to your point is – your there wife's, was your wife's backup is Matt Rife. No, there was a comment made on there that like you are never as sexually attracted to the person that you're married to as you were the very first time you had sex. That it was from then on it is just like it, it's like a like I guess the way that it it was phrased was it was like from then on it's just you uh, you don't ever have that high of an excitement kind of whatever the point that i'm trying to make is so i think there's just a gradual trend over time now of like okay i'm getting a little bored 
Like mm-hmm. what else is out there just to explore that, right? Even if you act on it or not, I'm not saying that I've done this, but I'm just saying the divorce rate is really high. And whether mm-hmm. you attribute that to COVID and people realizing, hey, we do not like fucking being around each other all the time. We're really okay with like the you going to work and seeing each other at night. Um, or I feel like we're really getting to this point where people have realized like we're not stuck in this traditional viewpoint that you have to be married to this one person your whole life. So you don't have to settle. So I feel like there is more of a push now for, well, shit's getting bad. Instead of trying to work on it, I'm just going to look for a potential plan B for when this ship goes down in a ball of fire. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. The point I'm trying to make there, I'm just saying like, it's not the fifties anymore where it divorce is a bad thing. It is uh, like, this shit's getting too bad. I'm just going to look for a plan B and fucking book it. Yeah, I guess. You don't think, I, I mean, I guess maybe I'm being overly grandiose with no, those but statements. I, don't, I but, think like the inverse of that is probably accurate where the morals of people have changed since the 50s and that's why it's more acceptable. Yeah, okay. Uh, you, so I, I think just ethics and morality has changed. Question. So, yeah. Do you think that is directly related to a sharp decrease yes. in the amount of people following religion? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think it's exactly that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, but it is also kind of sad because it's like. It is. I don't know. I'm extremely comfortable in my marriage. Yeah. Like where I don't like ever think about, oh, if things don't work out, like just, just the thought and maybe, I don't know, it doesn't say how many of these people are actually married. So I have no clue, but just the thought of that is kind of sad to me. Cause like, I'm super comfortable. I'd never be like, oh, I better back up. Or is this a possibility? Maybe it'll work out in the future or anything. Just those thoughts kind of tells you that, well, your head's not in the right spot anyway. Well, yeah. And also too, I, w- I would, maybe a little more in depth statistics on this. Like how many of these people were married with kids, right? Because I feel like if you have kids that will often lead to, I would imagine less of a planning for an exit versus what can I do to fix my family? You know what I mean? What's my exit strategy? Yeah. You're not thinking like, listen, so how can I ditch this guy and my kids and start over? (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, my, I know. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I was about to say something, and I feel like it's going to take in a direction we don't need to go. So let's just redirect. All right. Harvard and University of Florida adds courses on Taylor Swift. We talked about this, or didn't we talk about this? No, that was Berkeley. Oh, cool. What Holy is the- shit. Starting in spring 2024, Harvard University and the Univers- University of Florida. We'll offer classes on pop star Taylor Swift. The summary of the courses, Taylor Swift and her world and musical storytelling with Taylor Swift and other iconic female artists are available online. Wow. <clears throat> uh, three, and I'm reading a sim- an article, 300 students have enrolled. There's already a substantial wait list. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, it's talking about all these other courses that are going to be done. A, uh, Arizona State University is going to offer a psychology course on Taylor Swift's work. Yeah. So maybe, 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just going to put this in here. The link the link here in chat. I'd like you to open this. I'd like you to scroll just a little bit down, and I'd like you to look at the professor teaching that course. And I won't say anything else. They want me to sign up. Uh, they do. Yeah, it's New York Times, a real motherfucker. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, oh gosh, how can I copy? Can I copy image address here? Let's see if this will work. Will this little <sighs> ditty work here? Take a look at that ditty. Does that work? Oh my god, it's a he/she. There you go. Uh, why yes, I am teaching a Taylor Swift court class this spring, Harvard. How could you tell? Yeah, so, and he, he's wearing a shirt that says a lot going on at the moment. Like, you think? I, I don't know. Is it a he? It says Stephanie Burt. Uh, I, That's uh, not a chick. Why do we have to pretend? Like, it's got a fucking five o'clock shadow. Get lost. Uh, I mean, maybe it was just a rough day at the office. <laughs> She's, they're really stressed out about grading pay. I don't know. Great. Uh, Thanks for bringing that up, by the way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so those are the type of people who are creating these courses. Good. Good. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to give that person any of my money to teach me about Taylor Swift or the surrounding. And it, is that, isn't that supposed to be like any con? No, it's not an economy class. No, it's an like I think it's just an English class understanding. It's, a prob her it's probably a find yourself course. Yeah. Um, okay, moving Isn't on. Isn't Taylor Swift so fucking cool with her lyrics? Talk about her boyfriends that she breaks up with. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> so in a strange, ironic. You need to calm down. Twist of fate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Charlie Munker dies at age ninety-nine. Charlie Munker. Charlie Munger also known as Warren Buffett's right-hand man. Oh, R.I.P. to the second richest I, man in the world? No. Um, do you know what's fucking crazy is he was born in 1924 in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Dur that was during the Dust Bowl. Yeah, and um, Warren Buffett was also born in Omaha, Nebraska, but they didn't meet each other until 1959. Wow. Isn't that fucking but, crazy? So, well, I mean, I guess there probably wasn't. I mean, there was school back then, but they were probably working on the family farm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably uh, really close to reality, if not exactly what was going on. Anyway, what was so weird is that I had actually in this book I was reading, uh, the Four Hour Body, they mm. mentioned uh, mental frameworks and referenced a book. I think it's called. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a, it's from Charles Darwin to Charlie Munger. And I had purchased this book and not three hours later did I see this article that he passed away the same day. I was like, oh, fuck. Damn, seeking wisdom from That's Darwin it. to Munger. Yep. It's now in my library, so I'll start reading that soon. It seems pretty dense. I looked at it and I was like, holy fuck, I'm going to have to really be in the mood to read. Peter Belvin begins his fascinating book with Confucius' great wisdom. A man who has committed a mistake and doesn't correct it is committing another mistake. There you go. There it is. That and sums up the book. One. In addition to naturalist Charles Darwin and Munger, Bevelin cites an encyclopedic range of thinkers from first century BCE Roman poet Publius Terentius to Mark Twain, from Albert Einstein to Richard Feynman, 
from 16th century French essayist Michael de la Menanciage <laughs> to Berkshire Hathaway chairman Warren Buffett. He describes and research findings <laughs> from many different fields. This book is for those who love constant search for knowledge. In the spirit of Charles Munger, he states, oh all I want to know is where I'm going to die, so I'll never go there. There are roads that lead to unhappiness, an understanding of how and why we can die. Stop. Can we move on? There we go. Okay. I, I uh, you know really... what I think we need to do? This what? should be a book club. Uh, we should no, have a book club it, segment it here where we read this together and then we talk about the paragraph that we read each week. Wow, That's really that is, great. That is a thick fucking book. Oh, wow. And let me tell you some of these cool para- these cool chapters. No, no more. No more. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, are you done? Yeah, you made me done. You said no more. Okay, well, anyway, I just thought it was fucking crazy. Just a crazy coincidence that he died the same day that I bought a book. You know, someone else just died who was really old. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it happens every day, man. Uh, Secretary of State. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Henry Kissinger. Oh, yeah. He kissed the bucket. A hundred, a <laughs> hundred years old. And I didn't know much about this guy, but apparently this dude was a major fucking player in like politics. Apparently he oversaw a whole bunch of things, including the carpet bombing of Cambodia. So uh, speaking of that, I think Biden tweeted something rather recently. You mean Tw- somebody pretending to be Biden? He was asleep. Yeah. It was passed during the Something about billionaire tax needs to be 25% so they pay Mm. their fair share. Yeah. I'm just like, God, this is the dumbest ploy. He knows. Anyone that knows, knows. Pay their fair share out of their stocks that they haven't cashed in out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Billionaires. I see shit like that. I just feel like you're responding. They should make it illegal for anyone in politics to have over a million dollars. Speaking of which. Yeah. And rich people and doing fucked up shit. Oh, here we go. Rich people. Did you hear about Mr. Mark Cuban? He's stepping out of Shark Tank. He is stepping out of Shark Tank. He's also trying to sell the Mavericks? He did sell the Mavericks. A majority stake in the Mavericks. To the family that owns the Sands Casino line. And I guess... I guess this is a huge thing because there's always been a like, there's always been a taboo against casinos mm-hmm. who are oh, yeah, heavily involved betting. in betting, yeah. yeah, owning teams. And what they said is they think this is the advent of casinos trying to get involved in basketball to stop the introduction of mobile betting. And on a side note, that's interesting. They also Mobile think it's betting is like already here, though. Yeah, but they also they say it's a detriment to casinos. It's going to destroy casinos. Um, mobile, mobile betting. Yeah, mobile betting because sports books will become a thing of the past. You don't need them anymore. You're bet everybody's betting from their phones. But the thing that I'll say is <clears throat> also there are rumors. Mark Cuban is stepping out of Shark Tank. He's getting rid of the Mavericks. You think the he's going to toast? Are flying. The he's mo- rumor- cancer. No, the rumors are flying. He's going to run for president. He, If you look up the news articles, I guess he was very contentious with Trump and yeah. when Trump ran. Yeah. And he has said, like, I guess he has been quoted in articles as saying he will do everything in his power to make sure Trump doesn't get reelected. 
and uh-huh. everybody uh, you, you can look it up online there's articles flying that this is an indicator that he's going to run for president and all the articles that i've been saying said he has a very good chance of beating trump so uh, i don't know i don't know it's just a rumor i've thrown out there you heard it here first actually you heard it here first but the news articles elsewhere said it first but okay. you heard it here first mark cuban 2024 uh i mean great good for him uh, I don't know. I don't know. And with that, I'm out. That was a shark tank pun. Oh, okay. I, it, it's I, punny. I was like, should I push the stop button or redone? No, get it. Get it as punny because that's what they say when they don't want to be involved in something. So that's what Mark Cuban said. And with that, I'm out. Roger that. Um, <clears throat> Sean, NASA will send a massive 3D printer to the moon to kickstart oh, infrastructure cool. development. Yeah, that's fucking, that will be great. We're going to throw a fucking 3D printer up on the moon. That, this is what our fucking government is doing. You know what we should do? Just blast a 3D printer to the moon. Go ahead. Tell (laughs) me why they're doing this. To build infrastructure. It's like, it's like the first stop out of our orbit. It's like, okay, we'll go to the moon. And then from there you can go to Mars. Isn't that the plan? So we're going to go to the moon and 3D print some shit we found online? Like, do you see what people 3D print? Uh, Is that what we're starting so you can make a cool lizard? NASA invested $57.2 million to Icon, a 3D... Oh, that's not fucking rude at all. Yawning in the a ear 3D of our house audience. printing company with a, the ambitious objective of construction, constructing structures on the moon. Oh, okay. So they're going to put this thing up there and then start printing houses. Yeah. So, you know, uh, do we do we need windows in these houses? I guess No, not. you don't. They're, you're good. You just look out at the sun all the time. It never oh, fucking sets. I digress. The next words. The ingenious strategy involves utilizing uner. Uner? <laughs> Lunar? I love that uner soil. Lunar regolith. I don't even know what regolith rock. is. That's rock, sand, mud, oh. dirt. It's the soil. And that's crust. why I keep an anthropologist on staff. Archaeologist, also thank you. known as... Uh, I'm sorry, what are you? Archaeologist. Go ahead, continue. I thought you were an anthropologist. Anthropology is the major field from which I hail, uh, but my specialization is archaeology. Not to so be you are, in fact, an anthropologist, right? Hey, not, your job, your not job to be confused with a linguist, <laughs> a physical anthropologist, and or a cultural anthropologist. Excuse Over. me, sir. Answer the question. Your job relies on it. Are you or are you not an anthropologist? That tomato, tomato. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. You can keep your your position here on staff. Um, <laughs> known as moon Thank dust. You. Uh, okay. As the material for 3D printing process. By doing so, they aim to minimize the quantity of items required to be transported to the moon, ultimately lowering the total expenses. So they're going to. So we're back in the fucking days of building houses out of dirt and mud. We're, that's, we're that's settling the moon by building <laughs> structures that people built prior to the advent of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a mud hut's on the moon. Congratulations. We've set civilization back 2,000 years. Way to go, NASA. You're fucking doing it. How about you give me that 52.2 million? I can come up with a cool idea. And we just send a bunch of those little tyke outside playhouses up to the moon and everybody fucking lives in those. (laughs) 
Okay. What everybody will have a little tyke house and they'll have those little tyke orange and red cars to drive around. When does the uh, Napoleon Bonaparte the uh, movie drop? I think it's already out, isn't it? It's out. Is it out now? Yeah. You know what's fucking nuts to me? And I I heard this recently. So before you you go any farther. When was Napoleon? When do you think Napoleon died? Um, He died in 1821. Napoleon Bonaparte died in 18... uh, He died in... Sorry, where is this? He died... Yeah, in 1821. I thought in my mind, like... This was early, like 15, 1600 stuff. No, mm. he was doing this shit and like riding around on horses. 200 years ago, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah which is crazy. Yeah, that's not that long ago. No. You are 100% correct. I think like about the, stuff like... Like the United States had been... We had already won the Revolutionary War and we were setting up like infrastructure of the United States by that point. I think we we're on like President 6 or 7 by that point. When Napoleon was fucking around over there on a horse. <laughs> Holy fuck. When you put it that way, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, even when you I just mean. say 200 years ago, I'm like, that's nothing. That's like two human lifespans. Yeah, that's it's fucking crazy. Because uh, in my mind, I'm like, oh, Napoleon in the early days with his army, like walking through the mud and the Yeah, dirt. 1406. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, <laughs> man. There was, <laughs> no. We had like electricity almost going on in the United States by that point. Well, he's over there fucking blowing everything yeah. up. Or they can't build nothing. And he's running around with a sword. Like, man, we got howitzers and shit by this point. It's almost time for World War One. Let's talk about Napoleon just for a moment. Oh, okay. Let's continue to talk about Napoleon that we've been on here. But go ahead. Specifically, let's talk about his penis. Oh, good. Did you know that upon his death... When uh, conducting the autopsy, they removed his penis and it has since been in quote unquote circulation. What? Why are you cheating right now? You can't look this up. I why am. You, I'm. You can't. Why well, you can't look this up? Don't look it up. Close your eyes. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Go. Right. Yeah. Pretend like you didn't see anything. Okay. So what you, was you the didn't question? see Napoleon's penis online just now? No, I, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, I'm just kidding. You can do whatever you want. Um, so I'm free to look at Napoleon's penis online. Thank you for giving me that permission. So long story short, the fucking, oh, I mean, uh, the, 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 the docs, the, the, the doctor that did the autopsy fucking lopped off his cock <laughs> and to study it. Yeah. And it's been, um, sold a number of times, uh, most famously to a urologist in the United States who bought it for like $3,000. Okay. Wasn't that long, but they never even put like formaldehyde in it, so it just turned into this shriveled, dead eel, basically, measuring uh, one and a half inches long, and um, at full at full hard. Well, I don't know. That doesn't say if he was a grower or a shower. So we're not. I mean, you know, <laughs> good. Sympathy, sympathy to poor Napoleon. You know. Um. Anyway, Maybe that's yeah. Why he was so pissed all the time, and it still currently resides somewhere in New Jersey with the family of the neurologist. Oh, okay. And uh, he was offered at some point like $100,000 for it and still turned it down. But he died, in, I think, in 2007. Wow. And so somewhere in a little gilded box somewhere is Napoleon's cock. Do you, do you think it's like on a little mantle somewhere? Yeah. And when people come over, they're like, what's that? Oh, that's Napoleon's cock. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's everything that drove Napoleon. Yeah, I'm reading on this little <clears throat> a little article here where it's saying that for some reason they removed his heart and his intestines, mm-hmm. but then they just threw it back inside his coffin with him when he died, like nice. when they buried him. Yeah. So it's like they just pulled the stuff out, took a look at it, and were like, nope, it wasn't his heart, and they just threw it in there with him. Wow. In fact, there's um, a guy, um, let's see, Paratet. Uh, is perhaps the largest authority on Napoleon's penis, having written an entire book about it. Napoleon pr- Napoleon's Privates, 2,500 Years of History Unzipped. It is the most disgusting fucking thing. I found a photo of it. What? Is there really a photo of it? Yes. Google Napoleon's penis. There it is in the case on display. It looks like a fucking chicken foot. Like I said, they didn't use any formaldehyde or anything, so it's legit oh, chicken foot. Disgusting. Yeah. It and what is that like little white paper next to it? I don't know. I have no idea what it is. What am I on? Is this this is bizarro bizarre dot com. She has been offered the owner has been offered at least a hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Well, the twisted. There's a whole NPR article entitled "The Twisted Journey of Napoleon's Penis." So, feel that, and it it says, "quote a bit like beef jerky." So, that's fucking gross. It looks. It still looks just like a. It almost much, looks like they took like half of the scrotum with it. I wonder. Is that do your balls like do your scrot like shrivel up to literally nothing and die? You'd think so. So, what is that little piece hanging down? That's just a sack, man. Well, that's your scrotum. You would think it would just shrink up. Well, it did. But the like, what happened to the balls? Are the balls just gone? Or do oh, yeah, you think they removed did. the gonads and all that really it is is just the penis and the bottom of the sacker? Uh, oh, this is, this is an alleged replica. Oh, well, um, they could have made it a little bigger and given him just a little bit. <laughs> Supposedly, it's super tiny, but I mean, if it's all shriveled up, I mean, even a fucking foot long would be super tiny. Yeah. I mean, how cold is it in France? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Oh, there's a statue of him somewhere in... Sans penis? Yeah. Uh, did Did they replicate the penis without it? Yeah, it's in font sans penis. It's a new font style, sans penis. Anyway, what the fuck is wrong with people? So the guy thought, well, let's take his dick. I, I, mean, I People did some weird shit back then, man. Yeah, but there's people still hanging on to it. I, it's a keepsake. It's a family heirloom. No, it's not even in the same family. I thought the daughter has it. It says Fleming. Yeah, I don't know. I think it says his daughter has it. The doctor's daughter. Napoleon's penis size confirmed channel four documentary calls the artifact quote unquote, very small, which revealed <laughs> nearly two centuries after his death that the French emperor's penis measured a modest one and a half inches in length. Do you think he's like rolling in hell? Um, like it was just saying over and over to like, it, it wasn't, I didn't have a small penis. Like <laughs> that's know. his whole life is, that's his what he's going to be spent just reading article after article saying Napoleon had a small penis. I have no idea, man. 
Um, anyway, I just thought that was completely bizarre. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, worth mentioning since the uh, the video's out. But we got to watch that so we can critique yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see it. And uh, let us I've, know when you're getting your next storage unit. Yeah, let's take a look. Let's see what the rating is on Rotten Tomato to, Tomatoes. What's the yeah. rating of um, Napoleon on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Napoleon movie to the RTs. Um, wow, it is fucking tanking. Really? Um, it's almost as if the trajectory of Ridley Scott's sorrowed movie career was leading up to this terrible film. <laughs> wow. Really? Um, it says, yeah, it flunked. Uh-oh. Let me see. Um, Rotten. Let's see if this is another one of those where people are just saying it because it's him. Napoleon Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 59% uh, tomato meter and a 59% audience score. So they are right in line. Why is it so bad? Says Ridley, uh, the critic consensus. Ridley Scott is intent on proving the emperor has no clothes in Napoleon. A slyly funny epic with bravura set pieces and a divided runtime that keeps it from outright conquering. Napoleon has plenty of terrific acting, acting and action, but it struggles to present a complete picture of the man in spite of its ridiculously long runtime. It is two hours and 48 minutes in length. Holy mackerel. So, All right, well, we'll have to watch it. and um... Over numerous nights. Guys, this has been another episode with your two dumb hunks. Um, Thanks for joining the chat. Yeah, yeah. Welcome <laughs> back to the chat. Uh, catch us next week while we're talking about the sponsors we wish we had. <laughs>